0: Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's word and get more out of the word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Monday, October 24th, 2022. Well, you probably know one thing I enjoy doing is watching sports at the highest level. And one of the things that's fun about that is you see people performing under pressure. You see people in these big moments where they're obviously they're probably feeling a lot of nerves. There's a lot of pressure on them. There's a crowd going crazy, or there's a an intense situation, and how are they going to do? And if you listen to some athletes talk, or even some of the coaches talk about what they try to train in their players, there really is an emphasis on focus. That in some of those pressure packed moments. You can't start thinking about the pressure. You can't start thinking about the circumstances. You have to really focus On what you're doing. You have to focus on your routine or or whatever it is. You gotta focus on what you are doing and put all of those things out of your mind. Well, today we're starting a new letter. We're starting the letter of Titus. And Paul is writing, kind of like to Timothy, to a younger man who's a pastor, and it seems that Titus is in a tough situation. Now, this isn't a sporting event, this is something of much, much more importance. We're talking about Ministry, we're talking about souls, we're talking about shepherding, and it seems that Titus is in a pressure packed situation. But I want you to see from the very beginning of this letter, Paul brings him back to some of the most essential things. And I think it's helpful for us because you may be feeling some pressure in your life today. You may be feeling um, maybe something at work, something at home, uh, something just in your life where where there is stuff going on that that you want to think about. And we got to bring it back to hey, focus on these things. We're going to see it right at the beginning of the book of Titus as today we read Titus chapter 1, and it begins Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, for the sake of the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth, which accords with godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God, who never lies, promised before the ages began, and at the proper time manifested in His word through the preaching with which I have been entrusted by the command of God our Savior. Now, right there in those opening words, there's a lot of things that I would like you to focus on today. I mean, there's a lot of things that really highlight Paul as an apostle and the things he's hoping to pass on to Titus as a pastor. But again, there there are things that we should all be focused on. And it's really right there in those initial phrases: for the sake of the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth which accords with godliness in hope of eternal life which god who never lies promised before the ages began so whatever you may be feeling today and especially if there's any pressure in your life today these are the things that we should come back to right these are the things that we should focus on uh, because that's one of those things i mean whether it's in sports or something else it's hard to tell yourself okay i'm feeling pressure don't focus on that don't focus on that don't focus on that 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 does doesn't really work, right? What we've got to do is, well, I got to focus on something else. I got to put my attention on something else. And that's really what we are given here. Some things to focus on. And the first there is the faith of God's elect. Uh, And then second, their knowledge of the truth. And then we see this hope of eternal life. So those are three things that I want to encourage you to focus on today. Faith. And knowledge of the truth and hope of eternal life. Let's talk about faith. Now, again, if you listen to me talk a lot, talk much, I like to bring things back to faith because the New Testament comes back to faith so much. Even think of Paul in Romans, he makes the argument not just that the righteous are saved by faith, but that the righteous live by faith. Faith is one of the core motives of the Christian life. And lots of times we we only link faith with salvation when we think, no, faith is, yes, it is linked with salvation, but faith is our whole life. Well, why should you live for God today? Well, because of faith. And that's one thing Paul is trying to highlight. Hey, Titus, as a pastor and me as an apostle, your job is to build up people's faith. Now, again, that's speaking maybe more to me than to you, because that's my job to build up your faith and, and the, the faith of the people at Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley. But I want you to think about it from your end today. Are you thinking about the priority of that? Are you realizing hey, One of the most important things in my life today is do I trust God or not? Do I trust that his word is true? Do I trust that his commands are good and right and pure or not? And that's one of the reasons why you should read your Bible, to feed your faith. And then we see another reason, the knowledge of the truth. And that's an important thing. And that's one of the reasons why I'm glad you're listening to this. And I'm glad you're reading the Bible because that shows you are seeking to add to your knowledge of the truth. And that's where the one thing that more than anything else in this world, we can be certain of is the truth is the word of God. We need to be in the word of God. And I love how knowledge here, it comes after faith. And that's one thing I like to highlight for people. This isn't just abstract knowledge or academic knowledge. All the knowledge that we get should feed our faith because I know more about God. I know more about what he's done. But then also that knowledge should lead to godliness is what we see next. Uh, Faith, in God's elect a knowledge of the truth which accords with godliness. Our knowledge of the truth should lead to godlike character, to character that models God, character that lives with an awareness of God. And then the third thing there is the hope of eternal life. That that is something you cannot read the New Testament without seeing all over the place. Like faith, hope is clearly one of the core motives of the Christian life. And it's hope of eternal life. Uh, hope that gets us thinking beyond our, our current circumstances and really into eternity. Honestly, how often do you think about heaven? And if you really look at the Bible, I think of Hebrews 11, if you really read Christian biographies of those that have been used by God, you will see that thread of people hoped in heaven. They really lived like heaven was real and all the promises of God were true. And I love how it really supports that idea, the hope of eternal life with this, which God who never lies Promised before the ages began. Wow, this eternal life is something that God has promised, and God promised it before the ages began, and God never lies. Uh, This is true. And so I hope those things encourage you. If you're feeling pressure, today. Well, you can't just tell yourself, well, don't think about the pressure. Don't think about this. Instead, focus your mind on these things. Feed your faith. Build your trust in God. Focus on the truth. Read God's word. Memorize God's word. Meditate on God's word. And then really hope in heaven. Think more about heaven today. And these things should help you And now things we see Paul going on to describe here is, again, very similar to 1 Timothy 3. He describes the the elders, the leaders of the church, and he describes what their life should be like. And again, you should look at this as a model for yourself. And then he talks about Titus's need to correct false teaching. And one other thing I want you to see, we talked about how knowledge of the truth matches with godliness. Uh, We see the the opposite of that in verse 16, where it talks about they profess to know God, but they deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. And unfortunately, we see that so much in our society where people claim to know God, but they deny him by their works. And that's why we need to come back to faith, knowledge of the truth, hope, so that we can avoid that pitfall. And now, as we go to the Old Testament today, 2 Chronicles 34 and 35 uh, bring us back to the last story we discussed which is the reign of King Josiah and we read about it uh, on Saturday from 2nd Kings well now we're looking at that story from 2nd Chronicles and we see a lot of similar details one thing that really stood out is the humility that you see from King Josiah, you you see how he humbles himself, um, and really look at verse twenty seven there in chapter thirty four. It says, "Because your heart was tender, and you humbled yourself before God when you heard His words against this place and its inhabitants, and you have humbled yourself before Me, and have torn your clothes and wept before Me. I also have heard you," declares the Lord. "Behold, I will gather you to your fathers." And talks about him dying in peace, but it comes back to he humbled himself. And again, he humbled himself in response to the word of God and seeing the sin of his nation. And I want you to note, he didn't just say, well, pff, man, my nation's got a big problem, but I got my act together. It reminds me of Isaiah when he sees the vision of the holiness of God. He doesn't say, yeah, God, you are holy, but man, my people, they're they are lousy. No, he identifies with his people. And you'll also see this later in the book of Daniel, where Daniel is confessing the sins of the people and he uses first person pronouns as he confesses. And so even, I think that's a good thing for us as we look out at our nation and we're like, oh man, we don't want to get to a point where we just look down on everyone else with this holier than thou attitude. We want to humble ourselves and seek the Lord and even to go to God on behalf of our nation and our communities and confess our sins. Uh, so an interesting point there just on humility uh, towards the end of his life. But one of the things that seems clearer in 2 Chronicles than in Kings is that in going to fight against this uh, Egyptian king, uh, Josiah seemed to be doing something that he should not have done. And here it, it makes it a little more clearly uh, that, this, that this was the case because even as he talks to the king, Uh, the Egyptian king sends people to him and says, What have we to do with each other, king of Judah? I am not coming against you this day, but against the house with which I am at war. And God has commanded me to hurry, cease opposing God who is with me, lest he destroy you." Um, but he doesn't do that in the next verse, it says, nevertheless, Josiah did not turn away from him, but disguised himself in order to fight with him. He did not listen to the words of Necho from the mouth of God, but came to fight in the plain of Megiddo. So there, he didn't listen to God. So there, we see a lot of good things in King Josiah, but there, that at the end, we see something that this is trying to point out to us was not good. He wasn't listening to what God was doing and resisted what God was doing, and that's what's going to lead ultimately to his death. So a warning to us, we need to listen to the word of God and not ignore it. Um, And so even as we read God's Word, when we are convicted by God's Word, we need to not ignore that. We need to listen to what God has said, really for our own good. So a lot to get through just like every day. There's so much from God's Word that we can learn from. But again, I want you to really focus on those first few phrases there in the book of Titus. And I hope today has built up your faith, increased your knowledge, and also giving you more reason to hope in a God who doesn't lie but keeps his promises. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.